All right, what's up, YouTube? Welcome to the Take 5 Podcast. I'm Aaron Action. I'm Trex Nasty. I'm Johnny Skulls. And for episode two, we got Sniper from the Midnight Devils back with us. Thanks for coming on, man. What's happening? What's shaking? All right, All right. today's topic is the top five Sammy Hagar Van, ha Van Halen era songs. All right, Sniper, we'll Jeff for number five. I picked a really obscure one, and I uh, off the 5150 album called Get Up. And the reason I picked that is because Eddie Van Halen did a kind of a uh, thing with the, it's called a trans tram tremolo that only Steinbergers had. And he did this, let me move my cat here. Uh, <laughs> he wants in on the action. Uh, and so he did this song by just moving the spar up and down and kept it in key. And kind of a like a first time it kind of kind of been done. So uh very cool, very cool, and very rock, you know. It was a very cool song. So get up is what awesome. it was. Cool song live too. All right, John, what was your number five? Um number five is Human Beings. It's from um off the Twister soundtrack. Great choice. Great okay. choice. Awesome song. Yeah, I'm sure I heard it, but I don't know it offhand. All right, Trex, what was your number five? All right, first I have an opening statement for this segment. 1985, news that David Lee Roth was fired from the great band Van Halen. Who could replace this amazing frontman? Well, none other than the red rocker himself, Sammy Hagar. Van Halen added keyboards and ballads to the roster. Disappointed by me, but I come to realize the sound and songs are, are better. And my number five is Pound Cake from uh, the Fuck album. <laughs> it took me a while to like this song. Yeah. But uh, one thing I like about this song is he innovated with the power drill as, a, and as, as an instrument. That was a pretty cool yeah. thing. I think he done it with Jackal with the uh, chainsaw. Yeah, that was pretty cool. All right. On me, um, I wasn't much of Van Halen as a kid. Uh, fan. Van Halen fan much as a kid. Like, I, they kind of grew on me when I got older, so I went back and listened to them. So 5150 was actually the first record I ever bought from them because I like Sammy Hagar solo. So it's like, oh, man, these guys can be awesome. I like kind of, but it was kind of disappointing because I expected it to be a little bit heavier than it was. But um, my picks are pretty predictable. My number five, Dreams, off the 5150. Great guitar solo. Yeah, that's like one of the heavier ones with, with Sammy. It's a good song. Yeah, it's a great song. I ate Sniper. Sure. What was your number four? Uh, strangely enough, I, I went with Best of Both Worlds off 5150. Great groove, great song, great guitar part, great solo. Kind of like that. If you remember watching MTV back then, they had they played that video so much. Oh, yeah. How could you, how could you not love it? Oh, yeah. With a little shuffle walk on the stage. You're like, this is a great fucking song. That's yeah, it is a good song. Great song. Great live video. You know, I I, I wore that fucking videotape out. That best of both worlds, whatever it is, live without a net. Or, yeah, live without uh, a yeah. net. I, I, I wore that thing out. Man, I did. I love that shit. So, yeah. yeah. All right. John, what was your number four? My number four was Finish What You Started off of OU812. Well, I know who has song. that on their list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Trex, what's your number four? Right. You know what's funny? 
my number four is the same as Snipers, Best of Both Worlds. That was just a great song. Yeah. I mean, it, great. it was a good song. Great song. Absolute yeah. killer song. Yeah. All right. Now, my next couple picks are some Van Halen wasn't known for until Sammy Hagar. Ballads. Love Walks In. Uh, yeah. 5150. <laughs> <laughs> you hate that one, Sniper? <laughs> uh, you know, it, at least it wasn't Why Can't This Be Love. And I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm, you know, that oh, was, oh, shit. It's a good song, actually. That, that's a really well written ballad, well produced. Yeah. And plays great keys and great soul on it. It's a well, I, I don't hear that one as much as I used to, so I, I you know how you get burnt on it because they play it yeah. so much, but yeah. that is actually a really good song, well-written song, so yeah. I'm not going to say no. It's a great song, you know. Well, see, me and Trex, we had um, the thing where we love ballads, and it kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier, how music's got me through so much, you know, a lot of heartbreaks. I will listen to ballads, and it would, you know, help me release, you know, whatever's bothering me, you know what I mean? Like, and so... Every band, I always look for look for ballads for those moments. But yeah, okay. What'd you have for number three, Sniper? Going deep, going deep right, on here this. Here we go. One. Pleasure Dome. He's what like, album's that off of? <laughs> well, I, I I don't like the studio version as much as I like the uh, live version off the. Uh, they have a live album that was called uh, this one. Buy now, pay later, you know? Oh. Right here, right now. Right on. So it was on this a guitar solo and a drum solo. It's really cool. So I I that's kind of I don't really like the studio version as much as I like the live version. So it's a great cool song. I believe Pleasure Dome was on originally on the Fox album though. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's on this one. For unknown for now, college, yeah. Yeah. So, awesome. uh, yeah. Great song, obscure, but I dig it. All right, John, what was your number three? My number three was right now. With Pepsi song, <laughs> yeah, that's on mine too. That's yeah. a big hit. I, yeah, it was huge. Pepsi even used it for their slogan. Yeah, yeah. huge, huge video. Great song. Was on the Pepsi Clear. Yeah. Commercial. Yeah, that's probably why I like the songs. I'm the only one that liked the pop, or the soda. I don't know where you guys call it where you're from, but you're from. Are you from Ohio? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I call it pop. Okay, yeah, we do too. We moved yeah. to Florida back in the '90s. Went to restaurants. Was like, oh, what kind of pop you have? And they're like, well, what's that? We was like, pop you drink. It was like, we don't know what that is. We was like, well, give us a Coke or whatever. Coke. And then what flavor of Coke? Root beer. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah, like it, it was funny because everywhere we go, people be like, "Oh, they want pop!" Like fucking with us all the time. His cousin told us that uh, be careful saying that because someone might pop you in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. He wants I pop. <laughs> all right, check switcher number three. All right, I think this is kind of a, a deep track. AFU naturally wired off of OU812. Great song. Mm -hmm. I like it. Yeah. I like the album a lot. It is one of my favorite albums from Hagar's era. Right on. All right. One number four, back on the ballad theme. 
Love walks in. No, wait, no, I did that with my fault. When it's love, <laughs> OU812. <laughs> I fucked up. I'm the song Neighbors at least it's not I like that song too much. I put it on there twice. <laughs> <laughs> when it's that love. Actually, great song. Really good, good vocals, good guitar solo. Well, well done. Yeah. You know. See, the thing is with Sammy, like, um, we talked about this before, but like, they were more poppy. You know, they had catchier sure. tunes with him and, and, Sometimes I can go for the popular stuff, you know, and like, like I said, I, did, I didn't really like them that much back then, you know, like, because I, I was so excited that he was singing for him. Then I kind of got disappointed. But going back, like they, they had a they had a few hits, you know. Oh, yeah, for sure. I and Sammy's Sammy's um, Van Halen. They did a lot of soundtracks with it. With a lot of the songs. Yeah, I mean, they I mean, if you look at the numbers. They were they were more successful selling records and making money with Sammy Hagar than were David Lee Roth. Oh yeah, but that that's just. And I think Eddie Van Halen was going for that. I'm sure. Well, yeah, pop to popular yeah. money. Yeah, you know. He didn't like being told what to do for sure. You know. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people said they they went from Van Halen to being to Journey. You know, because like how their stuff became like Journey's about that style. Ninety percent of the song got love in it. Change a little. Yeah. But yeah, like, um, it's, you know, and, but yeah, like going from, I mean, they were huge and then going, you know, getting new singers is a big risk. A lot of bands don't survive that, but they, yeah, they were even bigger. Yeah. It's, it's strange how that happened. Yeah. Other than I like maybe wish they would change the name of the band almost. That's yeah. What I, I get that. Yeah. yeah. It's almost like, you know, that's kind of ACDC did the same thing. You know, they got a new yeah. singer and got even bigger. You know, not too many bands do that, but it's a rare, it's rare for sure. Sure is. Yep. All right, Sam, what was your number two? Um, you mean me? Sniper. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was, I was like, my bad. Sam. I'm looking at Sammy yeah, air. No worries, no worries, man. All right. Uh, I went with judgment day off the fuck album. Nice. Kind of a deep cut, but I dig it. So, Cool guitar licks and, and it, it, it moves. It's an F sharp and it fucking moves. And I like songs that move. You know, it's like it's fast. It's not um, it's not a medium pace. It's like it's uppy. So it's the, the so I dug it and it's got a cool guitar solo and cool guitar line. And Sammy sings really cool on it. So for them, it's right. like a, that's like one of the heavier ones. So I love it, you know. Mm-hmm. All right, John, what'd you have for number two? Uh, feels so good. That's all for. Um... The message in the bottle. Feels so good. Message in the bottle. Yeah. Um, yeah, song's good. yeah. Sniper, was that on? <laughs> oh, you ate one too. There you go. There we go. Yeah. All right, Trex, what's your number two? All right, this is all 5150. It's one of my favorite songs on the album. Good enough. Yeah. When I bought Great the song. album. What about the album? It was the last track. I thought it was a bonus track, but when you get the remaster version, it's the first track. Actually, when I bought the vinyl in 86, it was the first track that opens it up with, he goes, hello, baby, and then Ed does that horsey thing, and then it, that's how this album started, and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Weird way to start an album, but that's how it was in 86, and I... I bought another uh, album recently that where they changed like a greatest hits band Halo oh. or something. And they changed run with the devil around a little bit too. And I'm like, what in the fuck is going on here? 
I bought they, this probably in 91. I bought the record because they were on sale for like a quarter for all LPs. I'm like, I'll buy it. It's brand new. I'm still in the wrapper. And then when I got it, that was the last track. And it's weird how they switch them up. That is weird. That's super weird. Because even, even on my... Yeah, this is the this is the first this is the first CD, fifty one fifty, and the first track is good enough. Yeah, I mean, like, maybe that's why so, I bought it for a quarter. Maybe it was like a bootleg. Maybe, <laughs> yeah, maybe it was. A, yeah, maybe they were cheap because they were screw ups. I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. I don't know. All right, my number two, which we've already discussed, uh, the clear Pepsi commercial right now, is a good song. That's a pop, so. Yeah. <laughs> <Of course. laughs> right on. Bye, Sniper. Let's hear your number one Seam Hagar song. This was a tough one, and I it was between two songs. One of them was good enough, and I kind of put that aside and went with my clear favorite. This is probably my all-time favorite Sammy Hagar, Eddie Van Halen song, 5150, off 5150. Yeah, that Great is song. a good one. Oh, I don't everything about that. Yeah, that and is a good one. If you watch the live without a net live video, he does this whole like extended solo in the middle break, and it's I'm like, yes, yeah, I, everything about that song is just fucking kick ass. Love it. Love yeah. that song. Yeah, that is a good one. All right, John, what was your number one? Number one is Cobble Wobble. Up of OU eight Yep. Good song. I like the I like the liquor. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. You had some of that over here at one time. Mm -hmm. I bought it just because it was Sammy Hagar's. I had to try it. The tequila. All right. Right, What was your number one? You know this one. It's already been said. Finish what you started. This is my all-time favorite song from him. Yeah, you've always uh, liked that. Stop this song, in my opinion. I remember 30 years ago, he was like, oh, that's the only Van Halen song I like, you know, like, at that time. Yeah. It, it is catchy, I just though. like his style on it. I like yeah. his style on it. Yeah. I think, cool uh, song. I think he kind of plays a little bit of acoustic on it, too. Like in the Yeah, beginning. Sammy does. Got that chicken picking going. In fact... Our drummer Jimmy does not like Van Halen, and that's his. He loves that song. Really, that great song. song. I, so what's his favorite number one? What's his favorite band? Jimmy's. Jimmy's? Uh, we always get in arguments over this. He says his favorite band's the Ramones. Yes. Well, that's Aaron. Tell him we're doing he a said, Ramones episode. Get him on here. <laughs> yeah. He is. Uh, he says the greatest American rock band is Ramones, and I'm just like. Let me stop you right there. A <laughs> See, I, yeah, I, I love the Ramones. You think he would come on and do one? He would do it, yeah. Just yeah. Get him to hard, it's kind of hard to find him, but he, he can do it. Really? We, we, uh, me and Sam say, there's Kiss and there's Van Halen. That's what, yeah. Like, what about the Ramones? And I'm like, no, no. It's funny because I was just telling Trex just the other day, like, we need to find somebody to do a, a top five Ramones, man. That'd be hard for me because I see that's one I could go deep on because I love Jimmy the Ramones. He loves like the really oddball shit. We used to yeah. learn oddball yeah. songs. We did Psycho Derelict. We did, uh, of course, we do uh, Bliss Creek Bob. We did, uh, oh, we did this other one that he loved. And I, I just was, I'm like, man, no one knows this song, bro. 
I'm trying to remember what it was. Airwood. <laughs> if, if you got it done in Columbus, too Airwood. long ago. <laughs> oh, that yeah, that's awesome. The yeah. did you ever get to see him, or has, has he ever seen him? The Ramones. Yeah. No, I never got to see him. So I got to see him three times. That was pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's a funny, it's funny story because, with that. Well, it's funny, you know, their songs are so short. Like, they'll play like 80 songs in an hour, and then their show's done. It's like, what are they for? Because live, they play them even faster. Nothing longer go, than two minutes. Yeah. yeah. Nothing longer than two minutes. Exactly. Yeah. And there's so much fun, man. Yeah, they cut out all those solos. Yeah. Yeah, we seen them one time, and the power went out. And, like, and they only that play like. Funny. Like forty five minutes or something, they still did like sixty songs, you know. Like it was so good, oh my man. God. Yeah. What's funny about that that concert is, uh, you know, we just turned twenty one, and you know we're buying beer, and this this girl, like this this older lady, we're like twenty one years old, and this fifty year old girl, she like she's like thirty, she was hot, we were drunk all our beer, but we had pictures, and uh, after the beer was gone, she left. And Aaron just sat in the corner. I'm like, come on, man. This is Ramones. You got it. Ma, this is the other one that bit. He just can't get up. I'm like, what? And he's like, I got diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. I'm sitting over the corner, sitting down. He goes, come on, man. It's your favorite band. I'm like, I'm good. I got a good seat. He was like, come on, Mosh. I'm like, no, I'm good. He goes, come and on, man. It's Mosh. And on the way home, I'm like, dude, I had diarrhea. And I was afraid I was going to shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was, so I was actually glad to sh- I don't care who you are. Yeah, exactly. So I was actually glad, even though I love the remote, I was glad the show ended early. Just because like, so I can go yeah, home and go to the bathroom. Like, the toilet. <laughs> you've never been to Newport, you don't want to use their toilet. No doubt. Hilarious. That's, yeah, that's great. That's fucking funny. Thanks, Trex. <laughs> <laughs> Put it all over YouTube. <laughs> that's awesome, though. Oh, we have an MOD episode. There's a funny thing about me. All right, right on. All right. All right, my number one song, Back in the Ballads again, but this song has a personal meaning behind it. It's a song that me and the ex used to sing together. It was like, I think it was her favorite Van Halen song, but Can't Stop Loving You. Oh, Off yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Like, yeah, it's like, it wasn't one of their bigger hits, I mean, but it was it was a hit. I saw the video on MTV quite a bit back in the really? day when they played videos. Remember that? Yeah, oh, yeah. Been a while. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it's so. because, like I said, I didn't really listen to them. Because in the 90s, my um, I kind of – my genre kind of changed. You know, like I, I went through the early grunge phase, but then I started getting to, like, heavier stuff like Biohazard and Earth Crisis, you know, the real, like, hardcore type stuff. Yeah. So I didn't listen to this kind of stuff during that time. You know, and which I've gone back to it. So yeah, I, I probably didn't even know that song for maybe ten or fifteen years ago. But I mean, so it could have been a big hit. I wouldn't even know. It was. I would say it was a medium hit. I, I saw a video. It was the video was in rotation. I used to see it, and uh, if you know, they probably played it at weddings and stuff. I don't know, hell, yeah. prom or whatever. You know, I mean, it's like one of them songs. You know. Yeah. I, it's not a rocking song per se. No, oh, yeah. It, it's a song, though, you know. <laughs> it's a song. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. You got any more stories, man? Uh, yeah. Well, you want to hear a pooping 
story? Or Hell yeah! <laughs> I told you mine! Well, Chuck told you mine! <laughs> well, funny enough, we were driving to St. Louis, and we're and I, Sam's going to kill me for telling the story, but I'm going to tell it anyway. Mm-hmm. He's like, there's this billboard that says Cheese Factory. He's like, oh, crap. And I go, what? He goes, let me tell you a story about this place. We did, he didn't have any money, so they went to this cheese place for free samples because he didn't have any money to eat. Mm-hmm. So he ate all this cheese. Oh, no. <laughs> and for whatever reason, you know, he ate like, you know, 30 pieces of cheese or whatever. And <laughs> he had to vomit. And so he goes to vomit, but he lost control of the other side, too. Oh. So he pooped himself at the same time. Oh man! <laughs> so he had these jeans, which he could not wear now, and these leather pants. You know, and was like, so he's wearing these leather pants all July and August long in this van with no air conditioning. And they're like, "Aren't you hot?" He's like, "I'm good." <laughs> and he rolled them up and stuck them under the seat. <laughs> so oh! Then he took them somewhere and like. Uh, like power wash him or clean him up or did whatever he did. And I'm just like, he's like, he went like a month without, he had to wear these leather pants because he pooped himself at the cheese factory in somewhere in Missouri. Missouri Or something like that. That's his pooping story. That's great. For telling you that, but it's hilarious. Hey, Trent, remind me if we ever go there to not eat cheese. No yeah. doubt. <laughs> John, I'm sure you have well, some. I figured Cheese would do the oh. opposite. I figured Cheese would constipate. Yeah, I know. You just, that's what, yeah, you would think. All right, John, let's hear your shit and stories. <laughs> Which one? Exactly. Oh, <laughs> the stories are always funny. I don't care who you are. Oh, yeah, yeah. no doubt. <laughs> Any other stories? Anybody? <laughs> Sniper, you better watch what you say, man. If Sam sees it, you're in trouble, man. <laughs> he's already, he's probably already just like, dude, don't tell the pooping story. I forgot. <laughs> you're like, no, nah, well, <laughs> well, man. I got my nobody wants to take five anyway, so nobody will see yeah, it. Yeah, you know, and that was way back when he was just like a 16 year old kid or 17 year old kid. So that was a long time ago. <laughs> oh, we all did it, Dan. It's all right. Yeah, yeah. He, he was on tour in a band with, I think it was a band. I can't remember the name. It was some punk band called, uh, shit, Bandit Sound or something. Hey, like oh, that. shit. That's what we're <laughs> yeah. Shit and fools. And so he, yeah, hilarious. <laughs> He's That's gonna be great. so mad when he sees it. <laughs> <laughs> should I, should well, I, in the description, should I put Sam Spade shed stories? <laughs> well, he's like this. He never told me I couldn't tell it. So I, that's I that's great. To, you don't want me to say it on YouTube or whatever. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, that's great. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, like, don't tell hey. people that you know, right? Yeah. Road stories are amazing, though. Oh. Poop stories are hilarious. So, (laughs) try running to the bathroom and the front door being locked. What? That happened to you recently, didn't it? Yeah. (laughs) The kids locked the front door and I couldn't get in. (laughs) And I I had poop running down my leg. That's like the worst, man. Kroger's. I was at our grocery store, Kroger's, and there's only one bathroom. And I'm in there. All I had to run and go. I'm like in there, and I hear a knock. 
Hey man, you better hurry up. I gotta go. I'm like, well, I've got it stuck right on here, too. <laughs> like, come on, man. You gotta hurry. Like, well, dude, I'm doing the same thing. What the <laughs> hell? Nobody not go to the bathroom door, don't you? Hurry up when you're taking a crap. <laughs> How did we end up being on the Howard Stern show? I don't know. <laughs> this is great, though. <laughs> It's pretty fucking funny, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's already got views. It's not even on yet. We got a lot of views by the story. There you go. Thank you, Sniper. <laughs> well, it started with the Ramones poop story. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Drex. But see, it's funny because I actually I have another one. When I was living in Florida, and this actually kind of fits the band that I've seen. Though. I was at Guar. And I had to go really bad. And I don't know if you ever gone to a bathroom like in a concert hall, you know, like it was not good. But I'm like, well, it was Guar, so I guess it kind of <laughs> fits their stage show, you know. And I'm sitting in there, and like, you know, he was walking, and it's kind of hard, man. But it's like, I, I wasn't gonna shit myself, man. And, you know, but it's kind of hard to go in the bathroom when you people were yelling and shit, and hear a band out there. And I'm like, I'm. I'm I'm like, man, this is horrible, man. I'm never leaving the house again. It was so bad. And um, go ahead. I I got a lot of poop stories, but I, I don't know if the, you know. Um, I got. I'll tell you the worst one that happened to me. But I was in Afghanistan, and uh, we got some bad water. Oh no! And uh, I was like, "Man, I just don't feel." It's like densely pure life water, and it was like bad. It had some bad chemicals in it. This is like 2003 or something like that. And I was just, I was, we were on a LPOP, and I just didn't feel good. And I'm like, "Oh man, I gotta go." I go, "Hey, I'm gonna go down there and shit. Watch me, make sure I'm all right." And I back up like to this rock, like this fucking like 50 foot rock wall, like you know, mountain. And I back up to it, and I fucking spray like water out of my ass. Oh. Of the <laughs> and it's like my stomach, ah! And the guys that were watching me were just like horrified that I had a fountain coming out of my ass and spraying up there. And I was like, sorry, I don't feel good, guys. They're like, yeah, we can fucking tell. It's like you'd splash marks on the fucking rock. And I'm like, great. <laughs> Coming by, the bike. I ain't going by there. Fuck that. Yeah, it was, it was bad. It was keep so the bad. enemies away. So bad. Hey, Snob, you've heard of the Al Rosa, right? Where Dimebag was murdered? Yeah. Um, yeah, we, we went there and one time, and a buddy of ours had to shit real bad. And their stalls don't have doors. Ugh. So he's in a set, you know, and like, and he blew this thing up, man. They get on the intercom. <laughs> it was like, they did the toilet out of order. Somebody destroyed it. Like, dude, he shit like all over the walls. Like, it stopped oh. up. It was all pouring out all over the floor. And he got called out like, go oh, the intercom. It was so funny. Remember that trick? <laughs> yeah. It was hilarious. Yeah. It's funny because he's going to be a guest tomorrow. We need to bring that up. <laughs> yeah, that's so good. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I have a, I have another story about a buddy of ours. He, he was in the, he was in the military, so he come back for leave, and uh, we were like at the mall or something, and 
you know, me and Aaron's taking a taking a piss. And he's in a stall talking to us. And he didn't, you know, doors closed. He thinks we're still there. He's still talking. He walks out. We're totally gone. And he's talking to some stranger. He's like, what the hell? He goes, I thought you guys, I was talking to you guys. I'm talking to a complete stranger. Like, well, dude, we take a piss and leave. We don't sit in the stall and uh, hang out. We're not and girls. Aaron, uh, Aaron walked into, after a wrestling match once, he walked into like the city center or something downtown. And he goes, um, man, why is every time I walk in the bathroom, somebody taking a shit? You see these pants rolling up? <laughs> <laughs> these were Mid dump. <laughs> He got embarrassed as fuck. <laughs> At least I got him out of there because I needed to use it. <laughs> Aaron has bad luck when we're out in public and got to use the bathroom. Every one of them are used. We yep. go from store to store to store, and every single wall of stall is used. <laughs> so he's got like, oh man, I got to go so bad. I'm about to go behind the mall. I'm about mm-hmm. to go behind the store and take a crap. All right, we could do this all day, but we're actually getting low on time. Sniper, you want to promote anything again? Yeah, hey, I, I forgot to mention last time we're doing uh, the Glam Slam Part 2 with uh, Pretty Boy Floyd and uh, Enough Snuff throughout, like, September and October. Down, We're doing some Southern dates with them, uh, and I, I'm not 100% on the dates. I can't remember, but we'll be doing those coming up. And, of course, we got the Pretty Boy Floyd in, at the Whiskey coming up here in, like, September 23rd, I think it is. And we're at uh, Rocklahoma on September 4th, which is a Sunday. And then I, we're pretty much taking the whole month of August off. And uh, I've been writing, and so is Sam. So we've been doing some stuff. But uh, you can uh, – we're on all streaming platforms, MidnightDevils.com. You can go to Facebook, The Midnight Devils. We're there. And there's like six or seven fan clubs from like a, Europe and Canada and, you know, everywhere. So you can see all our stuff there and our posts there and uh, what we're doing and our scheduling and you can buy merch at the store there at, at our website too. And also at uh, our uh, Facebook page, there's a link to their merch uh, website for merch. I can't remember anything else if I'm supposed to say vinyl, buy the new CD, um, mm-hmm. never beg for it. New video out called uh, work for the weekend. We did a cover of that one. And uh, uh, highway 69 is the first single we released and it's doing pretty, pretty solid. So we're happy about that. Awesome. Okay. All right. No, you're any, any, welcome back, right? Yeah, dude. Anytime you want to come on, man, this is a blast. <laughs> it was. Let's, let's try not to talk about poop anymore. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I think we done told all of our, our poop stories. <laughs> yeah, it's like we're talking about Van Halen, so we start talking about poop. <laughs> 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 all right, we're about to run out of time. All right, five and out. <laughs> Don't forget to hit like and subscribe. Hit the bell icon so you'll be notified when we upload a new video. Follow us on Facebook at Take 5 Podcast. Thanks for watching. Five and out. He fell asleep. Just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, look at the size of that cup. <laughs> <laughs>
He said he said he's waiting for it. To... Said he hasn't got the email yet. Do you have to notice this giant friggin' <laughs> yeah, I mean that. Hell yeah. Super fan gave me that. It's like eight eight by eight by five or something. It's a giant tap of shit. Eddie Van Halen. Someone gave it to me. It's like two hundred bucks. They just care. You want this? I'm like, yeah, of course I do. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, why no doubt. I miss collect a lot of uh, Eddie Van Halen memorabilia, don't you? Uh, you know what's funny you say that? When we get started recording, they ask me because I have the strangest stories about people just handing me Van Halen stuff because they know I love him or the band, you know? Strangest things, yeah. too. That's awesome, though. So was that the first well, band that, that you got into? Is like that your, I know it's your biggest influence, but that was the first band you... Uh, actually, Kiss and The Who. I mean, really? If that makes sense. Yeah. You know, I love the, I love the energy of, that the Who had. You know. Yeah. yeah. And then I, I saw Kiss, and I'm like, okay. And then, like Ted Nugent started me down that guitar kind of, you know, where he would just, I mean, just blow me away with what he played. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I um. I was always into music as a little kid. I, I was not the normal kid. You know, most kids are playing oh, with G.I. Joes. You know, I was into music at a young age. I had an older brother. He was more into, like, um, Cheap Trick, you know, which I love Cheap Trick. I see, I see your shirt. Love oh, yeah. Boy Journey, stuff like that. But then yeah. once I seen the um, Looks at Kill video, I was about 10 years old. I was like, changed my life forever. You know, it was like, and ever since then, you know, that's all music is my life. That's all I even care about anymore, pretty much. You know what I mean? And oh yeah. It's it's funny how one song or one, you know, can bring back and trigger memories so hard that it hurts or it either kills you or it makes you it makes you happy, you know. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, I always say that, man, if it wasn't for music, man, who knows where I would be. You know, like I I don't play or anything, but just Music's helped me through a lot of dark holes. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, I completely get that. Same with me. I was, I've been there. You're like, whew, you know, thank God, you know, you got ABBA or KISS or whoever you're into, you know. Yeah. I'm just saying, you know? Yeah, and, and trust to verify this, man, like I literally listen to all genres. You know what I mean? Like um, he makes fun of me because I'm a big, good Charlotte fan. You know, like, I like stuff like that, you know, like, um, I like pop, you know, I like blues from, like, the 20s and 30s. I mean, I, I listen, I just love music, you know, like, I have mood each thing I listen to, you know. I have a very eclectic record collection myself. That's awesome. You know. Yeah. Is he not coming on, or? He said well, he's not getting, he's not getting an invite. We're going to run out of time before he even gets on here. I think we go on without him. Because well, you're probably busy, aren't you, Sniper? 
What's, I'm sorry, what? You're probably busy, aren't you, after this? No, I got nothing, I got nothing to hang. I'm, I got nothing to do, man. I'm good for a while. Yeah, we don't want to keep you waiting either. Yeah, I'll be, you know what I'll be doing? Petting, I'll be sitting here with my cat eating nachos and playing guitar. That's all I'll be doing. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a good life. Oh, yeah. Miss Amy, yeah, you, you know. Feel free to play for us, man. It's. Wolfgang, the very first series of Wolfgangs that came out, you know, the, the, when he switched over from the red and white striped guitar, well, okay, he did Ernie Ball then, but I did the, I think it's like a 2000, no, 90, like a 99 or a 2000, I got a serial number, and it's a 90, I can't read, 95, 93? 91, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> How many guitars do you have? Not enough. <laughs> Good answer. I know, every day you, you yeah. I want all of them. So Yeah, I you know, people ask me, if you won the lottery, what would you do? And I'm like, well, I have one of every guitar there was, of course. Uh, you, you can't be a guitar player in a rock band and not have a bunch of guitars. That's that's yeah, like the rule. I'm just like I've got any, my blues like, guitars, bunch of acoustics, you know, electrics, and I got like my my tribute guitars, like a Jerry Moore one, and Eddie Van Halen, or Stevie Vai, or you know whoever. So I got you know, I got a little bit of everything. So I try to. I got some Les Pauls. You got the Strats. Got a Telly. You know, Charvels, Kramers. Uh, we're being visited. What's up, man? Uh oh. Okay. <laughs> are you guys ready? Yeah, We've been recording ready. this whole time, though, but all right. 